Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, do not, do not go to the morbid place with this, okay? The Mormon place? Don't go to the morbid place. Don't right, go to the right. death, like the sad part of this story. Okay. The question is, mm-hmm. if you could select your very last meal, the very last meal you ever ate, okay. what would it be? Got it. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, oh, My Talk 1071. So I know. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Thanks for having me. Uh thanks for having me. Right. Okay, so Oprah Winfrey has told People magazine what she would like her last meal to be. And not even just her last meal, her last week of meals. Oh. I'm getting pen and paper here because I've got ideas. Already cheating on this question. Uh, yeah, she's already. There's so she's much Oprah. cheating she on this question. Uh, and what would your last meal be? By the way, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Her last meals would be pasta. Wow, pasta. That's interesting. Tell me pasta. more. Pasta. Does she say specifically what kind of pasta? Uh, well, let me read you some words of hers. Okay. Uh, but before I read her words, I'm just going to let you know, interestingly, and I don't know if the two have anything to do with each other. Shocking. Um, she's releasing a whole line of pastas in her, oh, that's good, oh. line of foods. So Oprah drops some pastas. She's dropping pasta okay. in your freezer aisle. Fascinating okay. then that she's talking about eating pasta as her last meal. Isn't but that weird? Still. Th- these are her words. Pasta. If I were going to choose my last week, they would all be pastas. I love a thing all thrown together in a skillet. It's part of the oh, life no. that I grew up oh, with. No, this is crap and lies because these are called one skillet pasta meals. Uh, are you telling me? Uh. It's part of the life I grew up with. When I grew up, tuna casserole was one of my favorite things in the world because no. you get all the stuff mixed together. And I'm one of those people who loves to mix all of my food together. That's nasty. <laughs> it's uh, also just cheap. Honey. Do better. Do better. Do better. No, by the way, I would just like to go on record. Uh, when considering my last meal, mm-hmm. I can tell you I do not want A any one, one of the meal. three Oprah. Oh, that's good. Oh, meals. that's good. Oh, not that they don't sound good. I just don't want it to be my last meal. Yeah. If Order? that was my last meal, I would know that I've done something very wrong in yes. my life. Yeah. 
Yep, you'd get up to those pearly gates and you'd be like, why? Well, not only that, but God would look at you and be like, really seriously? Yeah, you could do better. You fell for that. You failed. You're going back. You opened a bag and (laughs) plopped a big thing in the skillet and expected that to be worthwhile? Don't ever say plopped a big thing. Okay. By the way, just really quickly, as people are calling in to tell us what their last meal is going to be, I want to tell you that I read a full article, which mostly was just looking at pictures on BuzzFeed (laughs) of people who tried these one skillet meals and they were bending over backwards to be kind but the pictures were literally it looked as if your meal like you you plopped you your meal dropped your meal well, it looks like you squatted in your backyard in january and it froze into a lump and then they plop this giant lump in a skillet and it has to melt down and then you end up with this watery soggy mess oh. and while people said that it was fine and it tasted decent i'm like there is something about the presentation that I think left something to be desired. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Oprah's going to have us dead. What would be your oh, last meal? Good. What would be, what would be your last meal? <laughs> Let's go to Charles. Hi, Charles. Charles, what would be your last meal? My last meal would be steaks, fries, Texas toast from the best steakhouse. Ooh, yum! I and Bradley, you crazy man. You crazy. I know. Most days. All right. Wait, why, but day. why today? Just well, oh, why today? Yeah, you know, he was just the way he's tripping about the clump of oh, whatever. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Thanks Go for your online, call, Look Charles. at the BuzzFeed article. That's so funny. Uh, have you ever been to the Best Steakhouse? Yeah. That's the one on Nicollet, right? There is one on Nicollet, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A delightful family restaurant. Oh my gosh. Very old school. Yes, very old school. It's been there as long as I can remember. Uh yes. And the Texas toast and the French fries. I'm with Charles. Can I because I, I do want to hear from listeners, but can I ask you Well they're not calling. So oh. call people. Six, <laughs> and five, I don't want to hear you. You know why you. they're not calling? Because they're driving. Yeah. Pull over six five one six four one one oh seven one. We honor the fact that you're not calling while you're driving. Thank you. Pull over and we'll talk to you. Now, Colleen, what is your last meal going to be? You guys are, I know it's. No, we're not going to laugh. This is a safe space. It's going to be a big burp pizza. (laughs) Okay, what kind of pizza? I would eat a huge, like the largest pizza, probably from Carboni's, definitely with sausage, definitely with onion, definitely with uh, black olives, mushrooms. And, and this is the best part, okay. because I'm going to be dead, so okay. it won't matter. Yep. Garlic. All right. And I won't get heartburn. I mean, it's like I'm everything about it is perfect. And I would eat the whole thing. I would push myself to eat the whole thing. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, what's the consequence? You're going to die? Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> because that's the end of the story, right? This is my last meal. What would yours be, Bradley? Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Um, I haven't thought about this at all. Oh, wait. Um, it, well, here's the thing. I, I could give you specifics like brands and places, but here's what it's going to be. Let's be real. It is going to be a big fat bucket of fried chicken. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. And it better be good fried chicken, yep. whether that's Cub Foods, whether mm-hmm. that's Revival, Four Bells. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Some place that has the world's best fried chicken. And then it's going to be um, a big thing of macaroni and cheese. Yum. Um, perhaps some ribs. Some wow. good old We're Texas barbecue. He's got the whole menu. I want the sliced sausage, pre- preferably the jalapeno sausage, so you get a little bit of spice. And oh my, my mom's homemade potato salad and my Aunt Mary's beans. She makes the best baked beans. And then for dessert... 
was being greedy with a whole pizza. <laughs> Excuse me, you said my last meal, like not my last entree. Okay, fine, go on. And, my, and then uh, I'm going to end it with that magnolia banana pudding, and oh. it's going to be a bucket, and it's going to be all for me and a spoon. Thank you. And then a big fat two liter of Diet Dr. Pepper uh-huh. and a straw. <laughs> a straw. Wow. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Claire. Hi, Claire. What's your last meal, Claire? Hi, Colleen. Hi, Bradley. Hi. Well, it was going to be a pecan pie, but after hearing Bradley, I want some of that fried chicken. Yes. See, there you go. Now yeah. you have to share with him. But here's the thing. Oprah has all those cooked, so that's why... She's having all that pasta made for her. Mm. Right. Not from the store. Yeah. This is true. She is not making her own meals. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Claire. Let's go to Tina. Hi, Tina. Not yet. Hi, Tina. Hi, guys. Hi. What would be your last meal, Tina? I'd be like Bradley. I would have a little bit of everything. I'd have a little sushi, some steak, some chicken, some pizza. I mean, you name it, I'll have it there. And for dessert, a chocolate soak pie my mom used to make when I was little. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Tina. I am realizing I did not dream big enough. Because I was just Set, going with course, just the pizza. Because while I'm over here on my private island, you're like <laughs> airbnb Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's stay with this. 651-641-1071. What would be your last meal? Don't think about the sad part. Just the think about that. After just you. think about the happiness of eating all of your life's feelings. <laughs> and we got to find once. out Holly's too. Yeah, exactly. 651-641-1071. What would be your last meal? Don't think about the sad part. Only think about the happy part. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, because uh, Oprah's final meal would be some sort of skillet pasta. Oh, that she just happened to release. She sure did. She released <laughs> some skillet pasta. Anyway, she says that her last... Thank you, Holly. I had to. She said that her last meal would be pasta. And Which, that's you know, fine. I get if pasta's your thing. I don't think she's going to make her own pasta skillet adventure for her last meal. But. Oh, no. I would hope no, not. that would be sad. Uh, but we wanted to know from you what would be your last meal? 651 641 1071. I realized I should never go first because I always am going to give you something. Yours was perfectly acceptable. You said a big fat pizza. I know, pizza. but then all of a sudden, you know, everybody else is like d- the pie in the sky, like dreaming the big dreams. And yeah. I was like, I could have had Think more. Big. I could have had what more. And that's what added? I don't want. I mean, a French silk pie. Yeah, okay. I would have put like all my favorite things around it. Probably start with some cheese curds. Like, who cares? This yeah, is it, man. Yeah, exactly. Go all in. But I thought I was going all in on the pizza until I realized that everybody else's all in was all in or my all in. <sighs> Sharon is on the line. Let's go to Sharon Lee. Sharon Lee, hello. What would be your last meal? Oh. This journey, well, that's easy. I'd take a sleeping bag and a tent, and I'd go to the cake and case and have the best ice cream in the world, maybe some uh, roasted cherry chocolate chunk or mm. caramel apple cider crisp or even, uh, oh, gee, that's easy. Or and even you, some green tea ice cream. I love that you went all in and you're bringing your sleeping bag. Like, you know it's going to take a while. Yes, and if I had any any time left, the last moment, I might have some sushi, but probably more ice cream. So lots of <laughs> ice cream, it. maybe a little bit of sushi. I love it. Thank you, Sharon Lee. Um, 
She's going to eat a lot of ice cream and then top it off with some sushi. I just, I'm picturing all sorts of bizarre things. but I know, but you know what? That's yeah. the thing that's beautiful about this is it's personalized just for you. Uh, Vicky's on the line. Hello, Vicky. Vicky, what would be your last meal? Hi. Since I don't like to cook, I would have Godfather's Taco Pizza, Famous Dave's Ribs, and a vat of hot fudge. A vat. Of hot fudge. Yum. I like the way you think. I also love that you brought up the taco pizza because that is uh, the unsung hero of pizzas. Yes, that is my favorite. And my husband said his last meal would be cater top hot dish. Oh, that's, that's very simple and elegant of him. Thank you, Vicky. Very classic. Just the tater tot hot dish. I, I ain't getting no tater tot hot dish I, for my last meal. Again. Like I really, oh, I would have Perkins pancakes. Do you know what else I would have? I would have lots of seafood. Um, yeah. Okay. I was going to go into detail. And I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't matter because first of all, I would say uh, I want the fried shrimp from Dennis's, but there is no Dennis's anymore. It was in Houston. Nobody knows that, and it's gone, so it doesn't exist. But maybe that would be my first meal in heaven. Oh my gosh, that's another thing that we should talk about. <laughs> Because there used to be this chicken wing place in Richfield across yeah. the street from the hub like a hundred years ago when I was like nine. It was called Mappos. And nobody remembers it, but the chicken wings were ridiculous. Mm. And I still think about them. I've never tasted anything like it since. That's my first that time makes, meal. That makes me think of Shakey's Fried Chicken. Yes. And JoJo Potatoes yes. on the buffet that they used to have with the pizza. They don't have, and I know people will be like, they got a Shakey's in Cleveland. No, that's not what we're talking I'm, about. It's just, it, it's not ever, it's like the fried ice cream at Chi Chi's. Right? Oh, another thing I'm yeah. getting in heaven. I'm also, why are you throw, laughing over there? I'm also going to go to the heaven ground round where you can still throw your peanut shells on the floor. Speaking of, uh, uh giggles over those there. are like purgatory meals you're so She's rude judgy you what's so your last right meal now. is it nutritional <laughs> yeast if only <laughs> what is your last meal holly i live in heaven every day when i made nutritional <laughs> okay. yeast uh, yeah. no yeah. My you also life. live in denial <laughs> ain't just a river in Egypt. <laughs> is heaven next door <laughs> okay go on holly I'm going to Italy, and I'm going to have a pizza in Naples. Thanks. Ooh. And then I'm going to have... Pepperoni Naples? No, just a margarita pizza, and then I want pistachio and vanilla gelato. And then oh. that's it, because I don't want to be too full. See, this is Holly. She's okay. so like... I don't, I I don't want to be... I don't want to be bloated. When I, go I to don't want to be bloated. No, but you're but the you're gonna bloat's going to go away. It just immediately... You float. You float in heaven. It's perfect. Let's go to Sherry. Hi, Sherry. <laughs> Sherry, what's going to be your last meal? Hi, Sherry. My last meal is going to be in Martha's Vineyard having a good old-fashioned clam bake. Ooh, I like that. Sounds delightful. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite part of a clam bake? Um, Usually the soft crab. Oh, yes. I love soft shell crabs, especially deep fried yeah. soft shell oh, crab. Mm. Yum. Yes. Thank, thank you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Cherry. I like, I kind of want to go back to heaven meals now. That right? was like. Your first meal in heaven is a meal that gonna, you can't have you anywhere on earth. You can't have it here because it's gone yeah. forever. Let's do that tomorrow. I, okay, that sounds good. I'm already thinking about it. Like a Chi Chi's chimichanga. Chi Chi's chimichanga, uh, fried ice fried cream. Fried ice cream for sure. Mm hmm. Didn't I, they have empanadas with like apples and raisins or something? Probably. I also want to play. Okay, see, I just want to go straight to Chi Chi's. That's going to be my first stop in heaven. Can you imagine heaven is like littered with like <laughs> the stuff <laughs> restaurants you of your chain restaurants? But here's why. Of the 1980s. And I'm, like, I'm going to be fine with. Okay, listen, this is why Chi Chi's is brilliant. Heaven Chi Chi's is brilliant because it's going to be crowded like it always was, right? Yeah. And I'm going to be full still from my dinner here on earth. Yeah. And when I get there, You're just I'm gonna eat chips and salsa. No, and for I'm a gonna while. sit at the tabletop Pac-Man machine. Yeah. For as long as it takes. I don't where am I where do I have to go? Exactly. Nowhere. And bonus, you don't need quarters for that thing. That is a hundred percent that is true. And you won't have to worry about Sammy Davis Jr. in line because he's, he's not in there. hell. Because he's a Satanist, which is something we learned on the show earlier this week. <laughs> So he won't kick me off the machine. This is the greatest news. I mean, he's if you do see Sammy Davis Jr. when you die, I'm sorry. You're in the wrong place. (laughs) Whoops. And there is no Chi Chi's. No. There's I don't no think. Chi-Chi's in hell. I mean, I hope not. <laughs> that actually sounds like a country song. <laughs> All right. There's no Chi-Chi's in hell. <laughs> we come back. We come back on the mud. On whatever. Who are we? The Colleen and Bradley thank Show. Thank you. We're going to tell you about celebrities behaving badly. We Worse call them us. D-bags. And uh, they're coming up after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, what do we call those celebrities behaving badly? Dick Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Lena starts with a D. Dumb. Ham. <laughs> no, <laughs> Lena Dunham. I was going to say D like D back. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, Lena Dunham is you my D back. Isn't that weird that just literally the other day I said we have not heard a lot from Lena Dunham lately? Yes, of course, because the actress, writer, and celeb uh extraordinaire has not been in the public spotlight for very long but now of course she is because of her role in once upon a time in hollywood and she was at the uk premiere and i just love this story because i saw these photos and i was like okay on the one hand it's totally relatable and on the second hand of course it's lena dunham and of course this moment is happening so let me tell you about the moment in question okay um Lena Dunham was on the red carpet, but well, wasn't even a red carpet, but she was at the the UK premiere of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
And she's there with all of her co-stars, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, of course, the filmmaker, uh, Quentin Tarantino and others. And there is this bizarre, like, couple of photos of her where she goes in to give him a presumably like, I don't know, a hug and a kiss. But Brad Pitt is not having it. And she looks like she's trying to have like a legitimate kiss. Yeah. And he's completely arms, trying to avoid her. Arms akimbo. Like, like his n- arms are not anywhere near her. No. She is literally wrapping herself around his body with her arms, grabbing onto him and she tries to plant a kiss on the um, on the lips, and he kind of just goes to the side. Uh-huh. Um, and it's so delightfully Lena Dunham. Like, first of all, you know she's got a thing for Brad Pitt, right? Right. Second of all, can we talk about some of the other stuff that's going on around yeah. all of this? Everybody else is dressed in like lovely attire, just kind of unassuming. Um, men are in suits. She's. <laughs> Well, she, I, she, she's, she's wearing a bird. She's very <laughs> no, she skinned animal from the Muppets and decided yeah, to make say, his carcass into say, a dress. She's very Janice meets animal yes. meets big bird. It is a tribute to the Muppets. <laughs> and God bless her. She's a creative woman and she wants to be unique and look. But that combined with like the. You know, she steps out of the press line to nope. hang herself on. She literally, Brad Pitt. there's a line to your point. Yeah. Then bends down, looks over at Brad Pitt from the line, and then approaches, grabs him around the shoulders, and he's not touching her. No. He is not kissing her. It looks like he's continuing his conversation with whomever is in his sight line. And she's like, it's so weird. It all just is very like, look at me. The whole thing. I'm art. I'm art. And on the one hand, you know, if it were in any other situation where you were greeting someone and they just pulled, you know, a fast one and tried to avoid you. Like, I could relate to that, right? Right. The fact that she sought this out and he totally blocked her, I thought was hilarious. Uh. And that's why I made her my D-bag. But, you know, I did have that, like, little bit of, like, oh, God. Because you just know, if you are in a... Like, let's say you did a movie with Brad Pitt. Yeah. I like this fantasy. Let's go on. You do a movie with Brad Pitt. Yes. You guys are all hanging out at the premiere. Yep. Am I wearing feathers? (laughs) No. You want to greet Brad Pitt, yeah. but what do you do? I probably would... Shake his hand? Maybe a hug. Give him a hug, but then, like, what kind of a hug do you give him? And then, how do you judge, and when do you judge to go in for, like, a side kiss? Like, a little Frenchy well, air kiss? I think that um, that has to have been dictated by your previous relationship, which I, I think she might have had a different definition of, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think she was trying, you know... She was trying to, you know, yeah. She was trying to, you know, yeah. I mean, she's wrapping her arms around him in a way that nobody else is. I want to watch the video of that. Because all we have is still pictures and it really is not enough for my liking. I I would like to see this reenacted. I have a lot of desires. Okay. My D-bag is (laughs) the internet. Um, all of these? Yeah, no, just the mommy shamers. Oh, God, here we go. Because we can't have nice things. I'm so sick and tired of this, okay? 
If you don't like what somebody else is doing with their child, shut your mouth and move on with your day. Okay? Okay. Because there's a lot of right ways to do stuff. Okay. Okay? Because uh, Jessica Simpson posted a picture of her daughter, not her baby daughter, not the not the new baby, Birdie, not that daughter, her daughter Maxwell, who I believe is seven, uh, in the salon getting her hair did. Okay. She happens to be having the tips of her beautiful long blonde hair dyed many different colors. How cute. It is adorable. Okay, she posted the picture, the during picture of her daughter with her head in the sink at the hair salon. And then the after with the dried hair with the cute little like rainbow it's tips. Adorable. So cute. Guess what? Oh no. The mommy shaver chorus showed up to sing their really ugly, stupid song. What was their ugly, stupid song? I really don't think it's safe to be dyeing your seven year old's hair. Isn't she too young to have her hair dyed? So young. It's a shame. Why start ruining her hair so young? She can do whatever she wants. Okay, so, yes. And um, the other thing I would point out is if it's not your it's not your business, yes. But we talk about things that aren't our business all the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that said, if I'm having an opinion about it, the only thing I would say is at least she's doing the tips, like the ends. Yeah. So that like if she doesn't like it and eventually that she can just cut all that off and it's not going to be like her entire head. Right. If she was like stripping the color off that girl's head you know like severely bleaching it and then you know like coloring it like raven black i i, I would think it's okay to have an opinion about that i mean yeah, you don't have I mean, to you like can it have an opinion but like it's maybe like it's not judging her parenting no that's where the mommy shamers yeah. get real irritating because it's like you know what and it's okay to be like i just wouldn't do that with my own kid yeah that's fine How whatever dare you? This is a seven-year-old who I think, by the way, looks adorable, but it's not just Jessica Simpson that fell victim. Chrissy Teigen also. She posted a video on her Instagram of her sweet little adorable John Legend lookalike son, Miles, taking some steps for the yeah, first time. Yeah, he just started to walk, right? So cute. Uh, in the video, little Miles, who is, oh, I don't actually know exactly how old he is. Um, he pulls himself up on a bathtub and then he toddles toward Chrissy and everybody, you know, claps and adorable Luna, the sister, the big sister runs over to help him as he sort of topples. I mean, it's just so cute. And, uh, Chrissy captured in the photo. Oh, it is so bleeping on. We are screwed. Well, a lot of the people in the comments applauded. For sweet little Miles and his first steps, the big, yeah. big moment. And she's just like, look out, here comes trouble. Right? Right? Uh, it was the naysayers who could not help but criticize how close Miles was to the edge of the marble oh. bathtub. <laughs> As though children should learn how to walk in a padded room. Yeah. Um, oh, be careful. He could hit his head on that. I... And they do listen. There's a it's a thing. Ambulatory bruises. Like once they start walking, they get a lot of bruises. It just happens because they fall a lot. But there were also about I got those a lot in my twenties, actually. Exactly. So it happens. But there were like 
a bunch of adults around to help kind of keep him from falling and banging his head. People chill. Just chill. Let's all just chill. Take a deep breath. Push out the jive. Bring in the love. Yeah. All right? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Shut your pie hole. Okay? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to judge some people. (laughs) Specifically. But not their parenting. No. Maybe. Their potential parenting. We're talking about publationships. These are relationships that are. Publationships? Solely for the purpose of public relations and publicity. Publicity. And uh, we're going to start with Jonas. That's Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. And we're also going to confront another one, a newer one. We call them Shamila. Shamila. That's Sean Mendez. And not Sean Mila, as I've seen a number of outlets do. It's not Sean Mila. Do you not know how this works? It's Shamila, period. Uh, more. Well, we've coined a new term on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's called a publationship. Mm-hmm. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And Bradley, what is a publationship? Fake public or fake relationship, or at least a relationship that is used primarily for the purposes of advancing one's public image or career. See uh, Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas, otherwise known as. Jonas. See Sean Mendez, Camila Cabello, known as Shamila. See Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger, known as Schwat. Thank you. Uh, okay, so we're talking about Jonas, Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas. What are they up to? Okay, here's the headline from Cosmopolitan. Sorry, but Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas apparently won't be having a baby anytime soon. Now I am like. Exactly. Now I'm going to open up the article. And of course, it's going to be like, because their relationship is fake. They're never going to have a baby. Don't hold your breath, you idiots. They're not really a thing. Was that on our website? No, because again, it was on Cosmopolitan. Oh, so if it's on Cosmo, then it's lies. I know, but I just this part of me was like, oh, maybe. Okay, so then I was like, okay, fine. I laughed first because I was like, well, of course they're not. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is an actual article. I think I need to read this and see what the cockamamie reason is that they're trying to tell us okay, now. What big cockamamie excuse are they trying to throw at us this time? Thank you for asking. According to a source who spoke to Entertainment Tonight, um. A baby's just not a concern for them right now Mm. because, you know, they're busy AF. Mm. Quote, Nick and Priyanka want kids, but right now Mm -hmm. it's just not a priority. They're both extremely busy. And with the Jonas Brothers reuniting and being a massive success, Mm -hmm. the couple is conscious of how much time the tour takes up. Mm -hmm. Essentially, what they're going to do is they're going to keep themselves so busy so that they don't have to have a child. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you know any uh, musicians? Sure. Do you know, have you ever heard of pop stars or singers? I have. I've heard of a couple pop stars. Do you know any that have kids? Yeah, actually, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. How are they doing? Fine, it sounds like. Okay. Carry on. Okay. They're just really busy. Uh, So, just FYI, they're not going to have any babies. That's the end of the story, but it goes on for one, two, three, four, five paragraphs uh i just got the dna test back and uh, you're 100 <laughs> they are 100 that bitch <laughs> full of lies <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that means but um i think it's just you know again people will say to us but colleen and bradley 
They're just busy and they're not ready to settle down yet. Calm down. That doesn't mean it's not fake. Uh, okay, well, here's the thing. Publationship doesn't mean that their relationship doesn't involve some level of intimacy or actual affection for one another. Right. Um, it just means that the I think the driving force in this relationship is really their careers. Yes. So it should not be shocking in the least that they would not want to have children at this juncture because the children presumably actually no see this is why i think this relation i'm i'm arguing with myself and i am gonna poo poo myself right okay. now. <laughs> okay do you need anything no get a towel no okay because if they wanted to have kids they could come up with a way to use yeah. having children and you would say like oh this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Oh, nobody's going to do that. That's children. You don't bring children into this world for nothing. Well, you do, but yeah, um, yeah. But people use their children. I'm sorry. Celebrities do for publicity. And look, you know, that's just the way it is, man. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I think that that means there's even less of a likelihood that there's an actual relationship or... Or the other possibility is one of them doesn't want to have children yeah. or can't, right? which is totally possible. Yep. But whatever the reason is. If I were going to choreograph this relationship, here's where I think kids would come in. Okay. This publationship is not working any longer, yeah. meaning they've gotten all that they can get out of the wedding. They've gotten all that they can get out of the marriage. They've gotten all that they can get. And they're like, okay, well, we got to do something. And then it becomes like, um, it becomes like the extra child on growing pains that they brought in to try to save the show. Yeah, the quirky one. Right? That's when they'll bring the kid in. Because ultimately, they're treating this entire marriage like a bad 90s sitcom. Right? Yeah. Like the, yeah. Or a good one, like the Cosby show. I mean, I'm saying this one's a bad one. Yeah. But there are good ones. This is just not one of them. Yeah. So that's what's going on with Chonis. Okay, so Don't hold your breath kids. for a baby. Duh. We could have told you that. Don't exactly. talk to Cosmo. Just come to us. Mm-hmm. What about Shamila? What's going on with Shamila? Oh, Shamila Shamazo lies incorporated. <laughs> um, <laughs> the corporate tabloids are working real hard to get us to buy this one. And you don't have to look any further than, oh, look at this. Cosmo. Is it Cosmo? <laughs> Cosmo is is really deep in the pocket of these oh, publicationships. Um, because I wanted to see what was going on with Sean Mila, which is what they call them. That's we call stupid. them Shamila. That's so annoying. We're better. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Holly. 
And uh, I wanted you to know that they're working very hard in order to make you believe in this relationship. And they go through like the actual timeline of their relationship. And what's so delightful is um, like if you read through the timeline and trust me, because I have, there is nothing about this timeline that says these two love each other. It seems very clear to me from the timeline of their relationship that, in fact, they're probably very good friends. Yeah. And have both decided that the best thing for them to do at this point is to rely on each other to provide a narrative for their careers that they can actually manage. Right. Because truly... If they were actually in love, which is what Lori and Julia would like you to believe, and by the way, a three to one or two to one or whatever uh, of you agree with the Colleen and Bradley show on this regard. You're doing it right. So um, if if they really, truly were in love and wanted to have a relationship, I feel like they would keep it on the down low right. because there's so much at risk exactly. for their careers should it go south. Exactly. But because they're doing this whole thing where it's it's like staged to be on the down low because neither of them is admitting to this relationship at yep. this point, which should tell you something. Right. Like, why would you be out in public kissing someone and not publicly talking and about it? And at the it? point you are out in public kissing and there's pictures of it. And you're a celebrity, why then wouldn't you just say, yeah, oh, busted? Yeah, because otherwise, if this was a real relationship and you weren't ready to talk about it publicly, then you would you do the kissing on the inside and we would be none the wiser. Mm-hmm. Instead, you have these two who go all the way back. Well, for them, all going all the way back is like, you know, us a year. when we started our show. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a few years ago. Um but they were very close and very good friends. And they talked about how much they loved each other as friends. And, you know, so it just seems too easy that these two have been friends and confidants and um, colleagues. I don't even want to bring them together too much uh, or imply that they were that, you know, connected. But their connections don't seem to ever be intimate. Right. Until they do a song together. Yeah. Where they're like making hot and heavy, and then it becomes. Then they have to like live. They have to like live out the song in life in order for the song to continue to gain traction. And you know, like this is partly our fault, or not ours, but it's like the fault of the how the way that we consume music, television, movies, all of that these days. In order to like rise above the clutter, you have to have something else that goes along with it, and. A music video isn't enough anymore. So, like, the storyline matching the song actually makes sense. And the timing of this is exactly right for that. And also, I mean, Holly, back me up on this because you know a lot of random old music facts. But this is nothing new. If you go back to, like, the girl groups uh, and the, like, crooners of, like, the 50s and the 60s, you know, their relationships were, you know, nowhere near genuine either. Yeah, and that goes back to the silent movies, if we're going in really deep into history and yeah. into entertainment. Fake relationships, for sure. I was yeah. just thinking in the context of, like, musicians and oh, pop music. and Sure. Yeah, it's just like, hey, why don't you kids go out on a date together right. and have some pictures taken? Absolutely. Of you? And the narrative uh, now is that um, they just wanted to have a summer fling with one another. Mm. But then it turns serious, and they've now fallen for each other. This is the plot of the movie Grease. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, that's what I... I always pay attention to when the story sounds a little too saccharine. They do a single together, yep. decide to have a summer fling. Like, you have a conference about that and go, let's just have a summer fling. That's not how that goes. Yeah. And then... But they realized... There was, I mean, you could write it. It's yeah. literally the trailer so, okay. for a movie. Here's the test, then. Yeah. We've got a minute left. Okay. Where are we going next? I mean, I okay, here's why I think that this... I was thinking about this when you were talking about how they had such a solid friendship. That's going to play into their breakup, right? Because eventually what it's going to be about is that they just realize that they respect each other and the flame is gone or something like that. There's going to be a way that they break up that doesn't paint one of them in a bad light. Yeah. Because it has to stay positive for both of them. Like one of them will realize that they just need to focus on their career. Or their schedules don't line up. Oh, God, that'll be it. Yeah, Yeah, like... They're too busy working, you know, on opposite ends exactly. of the country. I mean, just watch. All right. It'll happen. Okay. Uh, what fictional world would you just... Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.